Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Sir Twist and the villain coming to you from the Twisted Villain Podcast. Let's get twisted. So today's topic will be the introduction of the villain. All right. So I'm going to be asking the questions. You're going to be answering the questions. That's how we can do things today. I mean, that's normally how it works. <laughs> so that's how it's going to work. That's going to be today. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get down to it. So, villain, how old are you? I believe I'm 37. 37. Okay. Pretty sure. So how old were you when you decided to explore your kinky side? Knowingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, knowingly, I would say five, six years ago. Five, six years ago. Okay. So how, well, like, how did that come about? Conversation with you. Conversation <laughs> with me brought out your kinky side? Like, like well, no. four conversations with me? Like, what? It was, um, it was a random conversation. I know you don't remember it because it's you. But we were talking, and one day I was like, yo, I, I really enjoy doing it. When I watch this, this excites me. And you were like, oh, well, I like tying people up. I was like, oh, I'm about to figure out this. You were like, yeah, yeah, you probably should. So I just started looking into it. So a conversation with me started your kinky stuff. No, it, like, it, made, me, it made me start, like, you, that was the first time I've actually ever admitted it, admitted it, being like, yo, I like this. And you were like, oh. Well, I, like, wrote, I think you might have been dabbling in it and you just didn't tell me. And I was like, oh, I was like, I like spanking people. And you were like, oh, you probably should look into that. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And I just started looking. I didn't know why I was figuring it out, but I started looking. Okay. 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 All right. So, what initially turned you on to the lifestyle outside of your conversation with me? Um, once I started looking at it. No, 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 no. Like, what initially, like, what what made you start spanking people? If spanking was the first thing that you did. What, what brought Oh, it was a movie I watched back when I was a kid. <laughs> what movie was this? Exit to Eden. Exit to Eden? That, that started it for me. I don't know if I've seen that one. I have to check it out. You got Rosie O'Donnell in it. It's really cool. I don't know about Rosie. Um, okay, so how do you identify? As in? How do you identify in the lifestyle? Oh, how, do you, how, how do you identify as a person out in the vanilla world? I identify as a dom. Are you head? Oh, I'm paying. I'm greedy. I like everything. Okay, so what made you want to start a podcast? Um, I have ran past a couple of people. Like, I had laid out a blueprint on how to do it. And they were like, they were kind of like, man, whatever, whatever. And then... I had looked around and I saw that there wasn't, there was a, it was a, it was a market that wasn't for no black doms. It was like black dominatrix, but it wasn't any African-American males that were speaking about it. Like the ones that were doing it were only doing it when they had submissives. And once they submissives walked away, they walked away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh. so I was like, I think I can make a podcast. I like to talk. I like to hear myself talk and I like to talk to people. So I was like, I'll just get one of my friends with them. We just get to talk. And, and I know our conversations will be so good. And people always say, we have great conversations. So I might as well put it out for the world to hear. 
I'm gonna say you're not talking to people, you're talking to me though. You like it's this me and you conversation, everyone else is listening in to our conversation. So you're really not talking to other people though. Yeah, but like when you have conversations like this, I think that's the best ones when it's just something that we do anyway. This ain't nothing this ain't this ain't a stretch for me and you not to have these kind of conversations. Gotcha, gotcha. So why are me as your co-host? One, because it was easy because you were my closest friend that I knew who was into the lifestyle. Like, you know me through everything. So when I said some things, I didn't necessarily have to go into complete explanation. You already knew what it was. So why would I not want to do it with one of my best friends? Like, we're going to do this. Might as well do it like day one. So I'm like, I do it with him. Okay. And I knew you'd be open to do it. You don't know what I'm open to. All right. So when you first started out, were you more online or real time? Online. Online. So how was that? Um, it was actually really, really good because it, it gave me time to hone my own skills as a dom. Uh, I had my pitfalls, but I also it also made me study more. It made me grow, and I didn't – the time that people spent just immediately learning how to play, I had to learn how to be a dom, how to be direct, how to use my verbal commands, and not necessarily how to, how to be able to project my presence without actually being physically there. So as a black male, have you ran into any difficulties on the online – not AMS. Oh, <laughs> um, no, 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 I haven't really ran into nobody. Like, nobody really messes with me. Like, I've had conversations I ran into. We kind of had a disagreement, but I thought, with, I forgot what it was. I was like, this is stupid. But then I, when I think I talked to you, like, yeah, it's like this. And I was like, that's dumb. But I was like, you know what? They made this will already, so I ain't about to try to fix it. So went on with it. Okay. Have you run into any difficulties in the real time? as a black male out here in these streets? Like when it comes to talking to submissives or anything no, like that? I generally don't have that. That's never been an issue for me generally. Normally it's just like, I'm mad respectful, so I'm mad cool. I haven't had, okay, I'll tell you about I did have one girl that went racist on me, but that was just like, I was like, what up? And how did you handle that? Like, what did you do? I blocked, I blocked the punk ass. I about talking to me any kind of way you your private mind all right all right so do um so what type of submissive were you looking for were you more looking for african-american why were you searching for like a turp uh, when, when i first got in here I, when i first got in here mm-hmm. i was looking just for somebody to be i ain't gonna lie to you i care if it was male female whatever like somebody's been the knee and we can work <laughs> from there like, I ain't even gonna stun and be like, I had this perfect pressure. Oh, look, if you kind of cute, you and you think you're gonna bend the knee for me, we can make this work. <laughs> That's what it was, okay. of course. But, mm-hmm. like, do you have any difficulties looking for, like, or interacting with the people that you were like saying, Hey, you bend the knee or no? Like, I don't know, was it easier to find a um, a white submissive to bend the knee versus black submissive? <sighs> My bad. Technical difficulty. The, the, the drink was hitting me, and I was talking hard. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. What was the question again? Oh no, man. Yeah, you do something about submissives. All right. Okay. So, have you had any troubles talking to a, a black submissive versus a, versus a white submissive when you're trying to have, find somebody to bend the knee? No, because I, I I generally don't treat people based on their race. I base them off of who they are as a person. I didn't ask you if how you treated a person. I asked you if the person 
reacted to you differently from being white or from being black? If they did, I didn't notice. Okay. So what is your ideal submissive? <laughs> I want to know who asked that question. But um, I asked it because I just asked it. So answer it. Yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> Disrespectful. Um, just somebody that's willing to grow and somebody who's, somebody who's really cool down to earth, um, willing to grow um, and is willing to follow my vision. I'm not really like particular in like aspects of like, you know, shape, sizes. As long as they're attractive to me and we have some of the same kinks in line, I mean, everything else can be worked out, I feel. So what's your vision? Um, I guess my vision in a nutshell, the best way I can say it is to, to live the lifestyle the best way I see it should be felt, that it should be lived in my in my personal way. And how is that? You got to give, give us more detail than that. That's not, it's really, <laughs> really, really, really vague. Mm. Coming, from, coming from King Vague over here, I know he ain't talking. You're not supposed to be answering asking me the question answer the question bill all right um i think in my opinion it should be um a dominant submissive relationship where you know i'm taking my vision i'm taking care of my submissive but my submissive is also making sure that everything is done as far as the things off the thing the tasks that i've given her whether it's taking care of her property making sure that um the little minute things that i need done throughout the day is done um Definitely communicating, spending time with each other, um, going to, going just enjoying each other's time. Like, that should be my best friend. We should hang out as much as humanly possible. Okay. So would that be considered your dime style or? Oh, my dime style is a little different. Is it not different? How so? My dime style is like, it's, it's almost like that kid that keeps his head in the clouds. Cause I'm always like, la, 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 la. We're looking at pretty birds. And I'll tell you to do something, and I probably ain't going to be initially aggressive. But when I start realizing you're not paying attention, then I'm going to look at you, and then you have my full attention. And then when you have that attention that I give you, you don't want that attention. And things change very quickly. Very, very quickly. But normally, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not a ultimatum down. Like, I understand we all have lives and people have personal things that they're going to. So, you know, if um, if I give you a task, normally I give it to you with a, a time limit, you know, depending on what you're doing that day, depending on how quick I need that task done. If it's just some just my mundane task, you know, you might have a good old 12 hours to do it. But if it's something I need done, then I'll definitely put you on a time limit. You would definitely know it. Okay. okay. So... Have you had any difficulties? Have you had a, a black submissive and a white submissive? I have. So what are the bigger, biggest differences between the two that you feel? Um, Was the white submissive more into like the um, spanking and like more, more of the hardcore stuff than the black submissive? No, well, the black submissive was still trying to figure herself out in the midst of us doing what we were doing. So it's kind of a hard um, adjustment to say about that. But um, I would say for me, there, I don't, I didn't see a difference as far as yeah, I didn't really see a difference in it as much. Like I didn't have like I didn't have like a really really black militant submissive. She was kind of like into everything like I was into. So it really didn't bring up a big issue like as if I was dating a black girl who like solely on this R&B and solely on this rap like. 
there were certain things that as a black person you just kind of already get with, with each other that was already understood without being understood. Um, she was from New York, so that was a that was a bit of an issue sometimes because she had a New York state of mind. I was like, we need to chill out with that. But, you know, they were like, you know, from New York, I like to take your ass back to New York. But that's me. You got to know me. Um, yeah, I didn't, I haven't dated enough of, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't have, I haven't had a dynamic with the Caucasian woman that was so far left and a dynamic with, with the African-American woman that was so far left. So I can tell you a complete difference. Okay. If that makes any sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so what is one of the biggest challenges you have faced as a dominant? Like during um, like during a scene or just in general? Um one was just honestly was being comfortable with the things that I liked as my the things that I like. It was one of the things like I liked it, but I wasn't willing to admit that I liked it. So I was like, Oh yeah, I like this, but it was like I would do it, but I, I wouldn't it's okay. Like, how can I say it? Is this making sense to you? Like, it, it, I was just saying, man. It's, you know, I'm, I'm it out. I'm it out. It. <laughs> so, like, I would enjoy. I okay. I wouldn't. I would enjoy it, but I would also be kind of ashamed. And once I finally stopped being ashamed of like what I like, and I started being like, okay, this is who I am. Like, either you love me or you don't. Fuck it. Then it started getting easier. And then I didn't mind, you know, stepping into scenes. I didn't mind spanking harder. I didn't mind pushing myself to be a better time because I accepted that that's who I was and that's what I was. Okay, I got you. So, so far, what has been the craziest scene that may have made you question your sanity? My sanity? Yes. Come on, man. Let us, let us know. You can't just be sitting up there in your head laughing. We want to know, too. About it. We want to know, too, man. Um, I think one time I was, I had edged myself and I had walked away. Mm-hmm. And I had left it on and she was just going. And I, I was in the middle of doing something else and I was like, it was fine. I could hear her moaning, but it wasn't bothering me. I was like, it, it, was, an, it was an issue. I was like, please stop. I'm busy. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, like you probably should have more care about that situation. But it was like, eh. Okay. So what what is your most desired fantasy that you're afraid to admit? Like if I'm afraid to admit, I'm definitely not about to admit it right now on the podcast. Like why do why not on the podcast? Okay, so give us so since you don't want since you're afraid to do it on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is the the second most thing then? Like not the top top. Uh, was like, I give you, you a top one. I give you a top one. I give you a top one. I got a couple. Um the one with the gun, that one, that one's always funny. What you mean with the one with the gun? When you know, I finger a girl with a gun with completely empty. The, the, the gun is completely empty. empty. Huh? Completely empty. Like nothing in the chamber, nothing. I do. It's not even. It's, it's, I think it's empty, empty. And I'm okay. going along, I'm doing the thing, and then right. What kind of gun? What kind of gun though? It's like a 1911, like Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. Long style. They they, they were letting me know something. Mm-hmm. What gun one? Like what kind of gun was gonna be like a nine, 1911? No, like, it'd be Smith and Wesson. So uh, 38 special. 38 special. Mm-hmm. Long boy. It's like that is basically the ones I had written down. 
All right, so let's go to the one is off script. All right. So as what um do you have a white submissive right now or black submissive? White submissive. White submissive. How's that um being a black male having a white submissive? How's that been in lifestyle? Any issues from black females that you have a white submissive or no, black submissive in general? Nah, and if they do, they should have picked me up when I was on the open market. Like, don't have a problem with that. Like, oh, that's one of my pet peeves. Don't sit over here and say that to me now when I was out here looking, looking for everybody. You weren't looking at me. You good. Okay, so when you was online, um, did you have trouble finding like, other black people to talk to? I mean, I did. I mean, it was a, you know, of course, it was, a limited, it was a limited number, but it wasn't for a lack of trying. Like, you know, I would talk to black girls and it was that, and let me preface it by saying this. I didn't, the, the submission I have now, I didn't seek her out. It was just kind of a happen. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, I was like, oh, I'm just looking for a white submissive. She really just stumbled into my lap. I was like, ooh, fun. So what is the craziest scene you and your submissive had so far? You said what? What's the craziest scene you and your submissive had so far? Um. I think it was one time I had went to uh, I went to a bar with some friends and I had everybody in my ear and I was edging her I was edging her while I was at the bar. Like was she in the bar with you or something? No, she was at home. Okay. I had an app and it, it was controlling the vibration from there, so I could hear her in my ear moaning and asking me to stop. And I was still continuing to have a conversation. In the middle of having a conversation with them, I was still talking to her. And she understood what I was, when I was talking to her, and they didn't know who I was talking to. <laughs> okay. So how do you feel? about mind i don't know can i say fucking on this or no yeah, it's explicit we, we good okay so how do you feel about mind fucking people i love it and like, what about it i think it started yeah. from being it started from just the fact that you can use your word get somebody riled up and get them all discombobulated but i don't have to physically touch them it does it for me and uh, even the the gun portion would be like, like a, a mind but yeah, but yeah, but I mean, that's the physical aspect. But like, for me, the mental is everything. For me, like, for me, like, when you when you step into my fear and influence, you fall to my influence. It's mm -hmm. not a game. Okay. Like, like, I mean, I don't, I like it, but like, I like the physical. But remember, I, I started this doing it online. So probably a lot of my first love is doing a lot of the mental stuff. So I like being a, being a down to start online. I had to learn the personality. I had to learn the idiosyncrasies before I could learn the physical. I got you. So I was able to get mentally, I was able to mentally dominate them and then physically would come later. So that's why like, when I start talking to submissive, I'm real on that cerebral side before I'm even thinking about the physical. I got you. That's totally different for me. Mm. That's basically all I got, really. Like, you not getting into like, Deep, deep stuff. It's just an introduction of who you are. Um, yeah, we, we doing it. Is there anything uh, you think I'm missing that the audience need to know? No, 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 really. You, you give me some good questions at this time. I want really, I know a lot of people was concerned. I know a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, you got a white submissive. How, how do I feel about having a white submissive? To be honest, I don't really think about it as well, much. Hold on, hold on. So, well, how do you feel having a white submissive? Um, for me, it's just like dating anybody. I mean, as long as, they, as long as they're a human being, I'm pretty straight with it. And I don't really, it doesn't bother me that I have one. It's just, just how it worked out. Okay. You know, would, it, would I be any less of a black male 
if I dated, like, it would be different if I felt like if I fetishized her and I put her on a pedestal being like, I have this white submissive look at this. No, I'm like, no, this is my submissive. Like, I don't speak about her race. I just speak about her as a person. Okay. But that's how I am with a person without the military brass. I'm like, eh, race is a cool thing. But eh. now, would I like to have a, would I, would I like to have a black submissive on top of having a white submissive? I'm, I'm not opposed to that. Are you okay having a, a white male submissive or a black male submissive? If they, if they ain't taken away from my dynamic, we can talk about something. Okay. You're not a lot of, um, well, you're not heads. Oh, I wouldn't even say that since you're paying. You wouldn't fall in that category. Never mind it. Which one? Um, how um, a lot of the black male heterosexual dominants out here are um, not, they not willing to um, basically be around other Male submissives. They ain't got nothing to do with me. That's their problem. I know they don't have nothing to do with you. That's why I said you, 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 you don't even fall in that category. Do you not uh-huh. hear what I said that? Come on. I just want to argue about something. I think that's weird, though. I mean, I find that kind of weird. But... Teach his own. Really. I feel like this is short. Like, like I just got down to the nitty-gritty with you. Like, but that's how you do. That's how. That's how your That's how your conversation is. You. You are. You are not one of the kind of people that go deep. You like, boom. I need. To, I get what I get, and once I get it, we move it to the next. But it's okay. Like, and and I know that's a. I don't know. I don't know how black submissives feel about when they see a black male with a white submissive. Well, how do you feel when you see a black male with a with a well, vice versa? When you see an interracial dynamic going, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? I'm like, um. Well, if I didn't have a submissive, or if I didn't have a slave or a submissive, I'd be like, where she? Where was she when I was looking? Well, yeah, that's, I do have that a lot of that too. Like you know, like, I'm, I, I haven't experienced the whole, oh, you're black. Why don't you have a black submissive? I haven't had that yet. I've had the, oh, you know, in the black world, I've had that. But I was like, well, when y'all didn't want me, some I was like, I gotta get a kiss from somebody. I ain't about to say, hey, just walk around my head, walk around chitless without my whole life waiting for y'all to realize I'm black. So, I mean, but I don't, like, for me, I don't really care about the race as much. I mean, I know it's a thing, but at the end of the day, it's about how that person treats you, uh, and they treat you as a submissive, and if they respect your cultural differences. Okay. And they respect the plight of a black man struggle. I don't know how they can respect it if they don't understand it, but teachers are. I mean, but you ain't got to, like, I don't understand um, how to be a NASCAR racer driving around, but I can respect this. I still can respect it. Hold your, hold your um, pee that long is a, is, a, is, a, is a grown man game. I don't know if they're wearing diapers, but I still can respect it. I mean, you don't necessarily, I don't feel like you necessarily always have to have a direct um, correlation to it to still have respect for it. Because, like, I don't see how somebody can't respect a football player. Like, I play football, so I know the play. But I, I, didn't, I play football, but I don't know the, the struggle that a starter would have because I didn't start, but I can also I can respect it. So for me, just because you don't have to go through it doesn't mean that you can't acknowledge it or respect it. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, at the end of the day, I never know what it's like, but I, I can really, like, oh, I can imagine. I really can't acknowledge what a NASCAR racer does because I have no idea what he what he does or what he's been through. Yeah, but if they tell you, I mean, they tell you what it is. Then Are you serious right now? Yeah. Did they tell you? If they tell me what they do, I'm like, all right, cool, I can. Re- Respecting, I mean, ain't nothing I'm trying to do. Are we really going there today? 
Because I'm <laughs> pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure the black man, the black people, have been saying what they've been going through and telling, trying to tell them for centuries now, and they still don't understand. So I don't, I don't, I don't really care about it. I I don't I don't I don't, I don't care about everybody. I don't care about the one person I'm talking to about it. As long as my submissive gets, I don't give a fuck about everybody else. They can all lick my ass. <laughs> we got that that out. As long as you're submissive, guess it. So, what happens when you run into, um, so you go to an event and you run into some white people who don't get in, and then what? That's their problem. They ain't got nothing to do with me. If they don't like me, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> like I don't have, like I don't have to. I don't, I don't look. I don't necessarily like country music all the time, but I can respect it. You mm-hmm. ain't gotta like me, but you gonna respect what I'm doing. And what happens when they don't respect what you're doing? So they need to get down and lay down. They got two options. I don't really care which option they take at that point. Like, we, like my thing is this. If you don't like me, that's fine. If you don't like the fact that I have a white submissive, that's fine. If, you, if, if you're hatred of me because I have the kind of submissive that you want, I can understand that. But if you hate it because, because I'm black and she white, but look, maybe you, should go, maybe you should go get your eyes fixed. I don't give a fuck. Deal with it. And if you don't like it, go across the room. Go get some cookies. Isn't that what you say? Yeah, go eat a cookie. Go take your ass over there and go get some oatmeal cookies. That's some oatmeal cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah grandma oatmeal cookies. You know, I don't tolerate that race. I don't tolerate that too much. I don't want to do that. But see, that's why I like us because we had that one thing about both of us is very. I'm very, I, as much as much as I don't think I'm militant. My submissive has let me know I'm very militant. I don't think I'm militant at all. But no, you militant as shit. I'm not militant as shit. Hey, for real. No, we ain't gonna touch on it, but I just feel like that I think we're different in the same respect where it's like, I can see where you're coming from, but you being like, I feel like sometimes you think I'm a little softer on the situation. But I can okay. understand why I'm softer though, because I, I, was, I was a military brat, so I was like, I, I kind of have to- I was in the military, and? You said what? I was in the military. No, 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 no. You got in the military after you were a grown man. I was born in Chester. Mm-hmm. You chose this. This chose me. It's a difference. We ain't the same, baby. We on. We in the same. Boat, but we ain't. We ain't the same. I can't stand when people say that. I was in the military. No, no. You chose this. I didn't choose this. This chose me, baby. By the time you got there, you had already been influenced by other things. I was influenced by anything, but the we ain't the same. It's like oranges and, and tangerines or something. Like grapefruit and orange, they both orange, but we put them apart some different things on the inside. I mean, I was more influenced once I joined the military than I was before I joined the military, to be honest with you. I can see that. Like, I mean, the, the military influenced me a lot as far as how I deal with people and how I I don't deal with people a lot of time based on their color. I deal with them based on who they are as a person. Now, if you're a shitty person, you're just a shitty person. True. Now, that's not, the, not that, within saying that, that's not to say that I don't see race and I don't acknowledge that if I go to a bar and I see black people, I may tend to more gravitate towards them. I see that and I understand that. I may not acknowledge that I know it, but I know it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I always tell people, you know, if something goes down, more than likely you're going to go with the people that either look like you or act like you. Okay. And that's just a, that's just a, a human in a human nature thing. So I don't discredit it and I don't say it all the time, but I feel like I need to say it sometimes. Like, yeah, I know it. Just because I act like I don't know it doesn't mean I don't know it. And I ain't going that way. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, so do you, you think you feel comfortable in a um, 
majority white conference. Like you being like maybe one of the only like handful of black people at a conference. I would love that. I could talk a lot of change people's minds. I feel like when you're doing that, you're you're showing people that hey, this isn't this is for everybody, and you are a stepping stone to have. You're a stepping stone for some people who don't deal with black people now have a chance to deal with them because you have an interest that they have and they're willing to talk to you then. So a lot of times we're bridging the gap that that a gap that couldn't have have been made because we weren't there. You know, like okay, the next question: How cool were you with um with the with with the LGBT community? before you joined the lifestyle? I really didn't come across them like that, to be honest. Okay, but once you started coming across them, when you got to the lifestyle, it gave you a chance to come across them, right? Mm-hmm. And you became friends with them, right? Yeah. So I feel like the same thing, if I go to a conference with majority white people, I'm like, hey, this is my chance, this is their chance to meet a black person and maybe get asked to a black friend or get on the black acquaintance that's not just somebody they work with or that some dude they went to high school with that they really don't care about. You know, that's how I feel. You also no, I'm not gonna say I'm over there trying to. I'm not gonna know, but I know me that my second job. By no means. So that also means that other person has to be willing to come towards you as well. I mean, I walk up to him. I walk up to anybody. I don't care. You ain't got to. 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 I ain't got to wait for you. I'm coming to you. And just because you come towards them, I mean, they come towards you. They can walk the other way as well. That's fine. I mean, hey, look, listen, listen. If you want to walk the other way, that's that's your that's, you miss not on a great friend. You miss not on a great conversation. I ain't gonna hurt me. So when do you, you know, when do you start start walking towards that person when you see that person is walking away from you? Keep walking. I mean, I'll, I'll go to water even hell. They walking away, I may see some drink over there. I might go give me some drink. Or may, they might lead me to a kink I might want to try out. Like, hell. well, you ain't trying to talk about I want to try this electric chair out. Okay. I don't know. So if one path isn't leading you in a certain way, another path will show, will pop up and be like, this is path me to be going yes. down at that time. But to everybody, everybody y'all have to understand one thing about me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not an opportunist. I'm a very, uh, most people are pessimists. I'm very, I'm a positive person. I'm always thinking that something can be better. So for me, if that doesn't happen, I know something to come up. I'm not, I don't think necessarily negative first. I think positive first. And that's how I've always been twisted. I always told you that twist tell you that now. Like he I've always been like, oh, that could be great. He's like, why? Why? Okay. Thank you for bringing me up to a question. So was the villain your first name? No, it wasn't. So what was your first name? It was horrible. What was it? Anubis Ronin. Anubis Ronin. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, I, it wasn't me. It didn't fit. I mean, I liked it because, you know. I like the Nubis because I've always liked the Nubis and um, I like the aesthetics of Anubis and the Jekyll, which came on later when I was primal. And I like uh, Ronan because I liked him from the um, the uh, comic book. And I like, he was he was a judge, he was an accuser. And like, I feel like I was a judge to a certain extent. So I'm like, all right, this works. And then, surprisingly enough, a vanilla person gave me my name. So why do you, why do you change, it, change it for him? Like- because villain, villain fit a bit, villain fit better for me. Everything I need to say when you hear the name villain, you already know what I'm about to do. I don't know what you're about to do. Because when you end up walking into the spirit, the spirit of influence. I guess so. <laughs> so why does the villain fit you so well? It just did. The, the, um, because it was like, it just fits me because like villains always have complicated stories. It's not just oh, I I came into this because of I wanted to you know there was a it's a complicated backstory my backstory isn't it's just a complicated like Dr. Doom 
you know, everybody thinks Dr. Doom is just a complete butthole who just runs his people, but now actually he's a benevolent leader and all he wants to do is get his mother out of hell. Mm-hmm. But most people don't know that. Like, so I'm a villain. Like, like I'm a, a villain sometimes they take a less kind route to doing what they think is right. They may not take the most appropriate path to getting there. So like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, BDSM is already kind of villainized and I'm black and I'm, and I'm doing this. I'm, like, I'm even more of a villain. So I'm like, hey, I'm taking the, you know. Okay. And it's a cool name. And I, and, I, and I love comic books. I mean, why wouldn't I? So if the villain was a comic book, what would his backstory be? Um, He was a mild-mannered guy. He, he tried to, he was a mild-mannered guy. He wasn't really noticed by everybody, but noticed by some people. Uh, He tried to do the right thing. He tried to get Mary Jane. Mary Jane wasn't having it. Mary Jane wanted, you know, Flash Thompson, and he wanted an old nerd boy. She wasn't trying to give, trying to give me a holler, you know. Um, then, you know, of course, I, I went and I did my own thing in college. I got, I, I caught different winds of different ethnicity, different cultures, and I understood with power comes a bit of ownership over things. And you know, I got I got I dealt with some 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 dark arts, and I got a little corrupt. And you know, I think it'd be like that. What kind of dark arts? Do tell. It started with a belt. <laughs> <laughs> then 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 it progressed to a paddle, then a flogger, and now I'm at a spoon. <laughs> you had a spoon. I got a whole last one. That's going to do some pretty work. Okay. Yeah, like, but. I think the villain, it fits me just because, like, it, cause the person who called me, she's like, you always come in here, because she was always, it started from the fear of influence. She's like, every time you come in, you always get me to say things and do things I'm not used to doing. You're such a villain. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess they're a villain to you. I guess in their eyes, you're a villain. You ain't never been in this game. You've never been in the sphere of influence. If you ever get in, if, you will never get there. But if you ever see that sphere of influence, it gets a little different. So you don't have your sphere of influence at all times? You, like, turn it down when you turn it up? No, it's one of the things. It's, it's like it's like Filet Mignon. Everybody, it ain't for everybody. It's an acquired taste. And I've understood I'm an acquired taste. So it's, I'm not I'm not a steak that everybody's going to throw on the slab on the rib and eat it. Like, I'm an acquired taste. So if, you, if, if I fit your palate, believe me, I know it. And you know it. And then okay. we talk. I guess you don't fit my palate because you don't... Thank God. Like a villain at all means. It seemed like, you know. Yeah. But we also knew me when I was vanilla. We both knew each other when we were vanilla. So I'm like, yeah, like that whole wolf thing. I'm like, I don't really get it. You're just nice and sweet and lovable. Like, like when I realized I was a sadist, I was like, oh, that makes sense about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you ever think about helping out your submissive or anything? No, no, actually, I haven't. No. I have been dabbling with trying to maybe, maybe. Getting maybe a sister sub or a brother sub, something like that. Maybe I've I've thought about it. I haven't put like heavily thought into like I've dabbled with it, and I I kind of brought it up to her today a little bit, but I haven't like really come up with a complete plan. It's kind of like a a shoestring budget plan right now. And I don't like I don't like I, don't, I like when I like bringing her plans. I wanted to be consistent. Everything boom boom laid out. Mm-hmm. So right now it's from a shoestring budget, so yeah. But let me not say pimping out. What about like whoring out? No, nah, I'm a little no. greedy. No, I'm like I'm like I'm about to do baby. You in Nigeria, you can come in, but you can't taste the food. Because I, I know a little bit of the the, the villain's backstory, you know, 
that was a part of the backstory. Mm. <clears throat> I know this thing. I know he did not just say that. <laughs> I should. I was like, I can't. What do I kept asking that question? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, now I gotta go tell her that. Thank you. Oh my God. Now I gotta call her and be like, look, we gotta talk about <laughs> Thank you, Twist. Now I gotta call her and be like, oh, y'all gotta Because you're gonna be like, wait, you didn't tell them about we, we hired them now? So, one thing in my dynamic is, and I know you like people like, what? You, 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 like, I have a thing that's called transparency, where it works both ways. It gives her to see me transparently and it, it makes our connection better. So, I try not to keep anything from her. And by that, sometimes I just forget about things and Obviously, that's one thing I forgot about. I don't know how you can forget about that, though, but whatever. <laughs> Listen, man. But I, I guess if that if that's the case, I guess you was a villain back in the day as well. But you you was a villain to everybody else. You you wasn't a villain to me, I guess. I mean, yeah, we've done a lot of things. I mean, so, yeah, I, I don't think, but I never thought about I, I really forgot about that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of did forget that I was out here. <laughs> I wouldn't do like I went like weird thing about it is I don't think I would do and I've asked her, would she? And if I did something like that, it would just be to the point where I would see if she would actually go through with it and not make her go through it, just see how lawyer she is. Mm-hmm. But yet again, now let me say this. If that's something that she preferably beforehand said, hey, I don't want to be passed around or I don't want to be used like that, she wouldn't. But if she doesn't say it, I may be. The test, the test to see how, how loyal it is. Yeah. And what else from the villain's backstory can I bring up? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I think that's like one of the major ones that I, I thought I could bring up was that one. I don't think there's any others. You can think of any others? Uh, you know, the machete, the night play. I've always been with the machete. I, need, I, I still got it, though. Still got them. Mm-hmm. So um, you still roll over it in the back of your car with the trash bags? <laughs> no. Like, like you, you're no. totally, you totally set up for some like kidnap playing, like off just. No, no, no. I've actually, I've actually just keep a, a paddle and a spoon with me now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tell you my care package. I know, I know. Like my care package, we might, my, my car may be a little different. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't have the trash bag in my head anymore. No car. I'm sorry. Yes. Mm. Let me think. Um, is there any questions I want to ask myself that I haven't asked? Um, can we not do that right now? We're on the podcast. They can How about you, you? You was thinking about <laughs> what a question you need to ask yourself. This is the part you can edit out. How about you get back to your things? <laughs> yes, I know, Angel. So if y'all don't know, that, this, we have this backward banner. This is how we do. Would I ever go back vanilla? Probably not. Okay. I mean, I probably, uh, even if I did, even if I went back somewhere, when I would still be a gangster. Well, I got you. I'm gonna say, what does going back vanilla even look like? Like for real though. Like living a living a. I'm sorry, vanilla, but I say it, but living a corny life. Like only getting hit on your birthday and special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, were, were you vanilla back in the day, there, villain, or would you say you was more like kinky back in the day? Because I always say you more kinky back in the day. Than I was ready. I was ready. I was ready back then. Cause I was already ready to like, I always had this thing where I used to like, I want my girlfriend to do something bad so I can punish her. And I never understood why, like I never understood. And I remember like, I remember I used to watch porn with girls in Spank and I'll be like, yes. And I was like, this is so weird. Why do I like this? And now I'm like, I get it. 
And no, for y'all have asked, I've never had an actual male submissive. Have you just not found someone a male to be a submissive, or is this something you're not really looking for? Um, combination, uh, combination of both. Like, I would, I would have male. I would, I wouldn't necessarily want to have a male submissive because, although I am pansexual, I'm kind of fickle with my boys, so I would keep them as like maybe a play partner or service, service, service up or something like that. Like. I know, like, I can be in the mood, but then sometimes I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for that. I just want some JJ, and you ain't really got what I need. So, like, I'm a villain like that. Like, so I, I wouldn't, I would never, I don't think I would have a complete male submissive if I couldn't have the other. Okay. Would I take on the status submissive? Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Hold <laughs> up. Oh god, the things I would do. Anyways, yes. Um, I would take on a stud, I would take on a bisexual woman. Um yeah. Like I'm not really I'm not really like I don't really wake up in the morning and say this is what I want. Like if somebody catches my eye and we start having a conversation and I feel like our kinks are online and everything, I'm like, hey, you can um add to my dynamic, then yeah, I'm on board. But if not, I'm not I'm not about to entertain you. But at the end of the day, princess comes first. Princess comes first? Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 you got something to say about that? No, I don't got nothing to say about that. I just said princess comes first. I don't know. I mean, like, and do I need to elaborate? Sure. Why not? Elaborate. Go ahead and tell the people. Because <laughs> I felt like you, you felt some type of way when I said that. Like, princess comes first. Like, it's not a matter of, like, her, like, that's that's the head dynamic. That's the dynamic I started with first. So within anybody else, they will have to understand that that they're either either enhancing or they're just something different. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, you know, I I could say my I, I could have said my my dynamic comes first with her, but like, you know, I give her I give her the respect that I feel like she deserves. Now within saying that if I want something else, I'll let her know about this, but I won't. And you know we can talk about it, but yeah. But you got a massive, you got a massive safe thing. It's a little different. Okay, so do you have a house? Like, is that something that? Well, is, is this something you should go over? And yeah, I do. I do. I do. We got we got a house of villains. Okay. So, so let me. Ask, me so let me. Let me ask, shut your face and let me ask it correctly. All right. Good gracious, man. So, do you have a house? Yes. What's your house name? The House of Villains. Okay. Cool. So is the House of Villains um, vision different than your vision with your submissive? Yeah. So what's your vision for the House of Villains? Um, the House of Villains is it's a lot like Krakoa. It's, it's a safe haven. You know, like the, everybody, everybody in the villains, like we follow the rules, but then we're also kind of being like, I mean, they are, they cool sometimes. Like, you know, we're, we don't really, it's hard to explain. Like, we're not like, we're not like detrimentally going against like strict rules, but we're also kind of being like, we're going to make our own rules. And when you make your own rules, sometimes it rubs the establishment the wrong way. So, you know, we're safe haven. Like, hey, look, you don't have to, you don't have to always do what the status quo is. As long as you're being safe and you're being respectful, you're good. Mm -hmm. You know, I've run into some, we've run into some conflicts where some people are like, I don't like the way y'all do y'all thing. And I was like, listen, we having a good time. We villains. That that already tells you we are here trying to do some wild stuff. 
So what's your house values? Um, support, so actually really supportive. Support everybody, support everybody in what they do. Um, communicate, um, yeah, really just support everybody in what they do. Try to grow each other. Constant conversation, like, you know, I'll call up, um, I'll call a lady any moment and we'll just have a long conversation about life. You know, it's, it's about, really it's about friendship. At the end of the day, it's not about all of us being together, like we're just a bunch of friends and who support each other, whether it's musically, kinkster involved, or just in general. So it's just supporting the people inside of your family, and that's it? Yeah. There's no outside people you're supporting? I mean, if they have a relationship, then yeah, but right now we haven't gotten that far yet. You have a house manual? Hmm? You have a house manual? Nah. We're working on a two-string budget right now. We're still working through some things. Okay, okay, gotcha. So to be coming in the future, basically, right? Yeah, 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 you know. Um, we're working on a shoestring budget, so if anybody comes through and be like, what y'all got going on, we like, look, we on a shoestring budget. I hope by the end of the year, we'll have a better structure and everything, somewhat. I mean, it'd be a loosely-based structure, but there's no head of the villain house, and there's no, like, everybody's kind of right now, because there's only three of us, and we're all kind of on the equal plateau. Okay. I mean, I mean, I guess I could technically be the head, because I mean, I, I started the villain group. But I feel like we all have an equal say in everything. Two thirds of equal say in everything. Sorry. No, you good. Because I forgot. I was like, oh wait, she's there too. Man. She's my submissive, so she has kind of a voice. So would your slave be a villain as well, then? I don't have a slave. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're submissive. Yeah, she's in the house of villain. <clears throat> no, like, is your your slave? Uh, I'm sorry. Is your submissive a villain? Yeah. Okay. He started out the villain first before he became my semester. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was that was different. Um, yeah. She came in because there was another house trying to recruit her, and it was kind of a, a desperation ploy because there was no other villains really. It was just me and somebody else, and I was like, Yo, "We need another villain." And she came in like talking that villain talk, like, "Do what I want. You ain't my sir." I was like, I like that. And I was like, yeah, like, like to me, she was flirting, but she, you know, she was flirting to me. I was like, ah, oh, you got my eye. And she was like, hey, I'm going to go over there. I said, nah, you don't want to go over there. They got a lot of rules. You need to come over here. It's a little more artistic like over here. A little more artistic. They're more essay, essay formatted. We're more artistic. You know, we bend a little more. She's like, okay. Mm. So she came over and, and like, do y'all want to hear the story real quick? Sure, go ahead, man. All right. You got the flow. All right, so what happened was she came through and we was we had a we had a we had a villain conference. We were just talking, and one of the other group members had to leave because you know like three of us and one of them left was left us too. And we were kind of like just talking, just having general conversation. We found out a lot of our kinks online and what we both felt um, the lifestyle should look like in our eyes and how we both felt about a lot of different things. And it was just a really good conversation I've had with anybody, and then. It turned out to being where um, where we ended up having um, we ended up talking for a while, and then she informed me that she was under consideration of another dom, but he lived uh, he lived far away. He lived like six seven hours away in a whole another zip code. Farther than the zip code, he lived in a whole another time zone. And I was like, but I live right down the street. Man, you know, whatever. We were just still being friends at that moment. So you know, we kept talking, and she was like, oh, well, you know. Apparently, unbeknownst to me, she considered me to only be a play partner. She thought, maybe you can be a play partner until, you know, in the meantime, between times, if, you know, whatever. 
In my mind, by that point, I was like, I have no intention of you being a play partner. You about to be mine. You just don't realize it yet. So, you know, we kept talking. Like, I really wasn't, like, pressuring the situation of her being mine. I was like, we just have, like, math conversations about the lifestyle and life and, you know, whatever. And I would ask her, you know, how her dime was doing every now and then. Not, not throwing shade at him at all, just being respectful. And she was kind of like, yeah, you know, he got some stuff going on. Like, right, whatever. He ain't villain. That's what I was saying in my head. But I was like, all right. So she ended up being like, oh, you know, maybe we can play one day. I was like, oh, really? So, yeah. So she gave me her, um, she gave me her, um, she told me to download this app for her vibrator. She's like, you know, we can play one day. And I was like, all right, cool. So I had to call. I called Lady up. I was like, yeah, she gave me the thing. But I ain't going to press it. Now, mind you, all this was going down. I was on the way to go see Twist at his wedding. Okay. So I couldn't really, I didn't really want to force the issue because I was like, I'm about to leave and I ain't going to be like, I ain't going to nag her. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll play the cool. All right, you know, we'll play one day. So I went down there, hung out with Twist, and had a great time at the wedding. Yo, the wedding was like, so I got back home and it was a Tuesday, actually. I remember because I had been drinking. <laughs> so she's like, all right, we can play. And she claimed she had been edged before. That was a complete lie. And I broke her. I mean, I didn't break her, but I got it. I got her. I got her right. I got. I got it. I got a good little scene out of her. And I was like, "So, do you still want to be play partner? Do you want to try to work towards the dynamic?" And she was like, "You know, I think we could do something towards the dynamic." But then her and the other dude just kind of stopped talking. She was talking to me all day, every day. I was like, "All right, cool." And then that's how we ended up on the on the road to her becoming my submissive. So she ended up. She got a lot of backstory. Yeah, she got plotted on it. She didn't even know she was the main plot of the story. And it's time to the other villain because she she threw up she threw up a good assist on that on that one because in all actuality when we did it, even though it was being plotted out, she asked somebody about me to see if I was good. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Yeah. All right. And then, you know, I asked who I need to ask. They were like, Yeah. And then after we started like working into the event, I was like, you know you got plotted on, right? She was like, wait, what? I was like, no, this was, to a certain point, this was a strategic move being made. But, you know, I'm a villain. What else did you expect? Villains plot. We make plans. <clears throat> world, world destruction, right? World domination. Hey, you know, you know, I like pinky in the brain. What are we doing today, baby? And then we do every day, baby. Try to take over the world. Like, she, she, does, say I'm a, she does say I'm a planner. She said, you plan out everything meticulously. Even though it doesn't always come off as it, to us, I know it doesn't always come off as it, but I'm, I'm really good at that. But yeah, got any more questions for me tonight? I don't think so, man. I think we hit like very standard, <clears throat> we hit very standard questions and then we went off the off script a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't smoke, we have black and mild. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't have my normal smokes on me, so I had to, I had to cheap, or cheap old black and mild. It's about to do the trick. And I've been drinking. A little bit because I was like, I don't know what he's about to ask me. I ain't actually nothing too crazy, did I? No, 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 no. I've just been villainized. So we out. Peace. Peace.